Hey guys, welcome to episode 67 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today I am joined by the Rogue Warrior, Rochelle Rogue. Now let's chat! Hello, everybody. Today, I am joined by the Rogue Warrior, Rochelle Rogue. So how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Well, firstly, how have you stayed occupied during this whole quarantine business? I have been, honestly, I've been doing promos in the comfort of my Ooh. own home and okay. just trying to um really keep myself um really keen in wrestling and getting myself really involved in wrestling mm-hmm. despite the fact that I can't actually wrestle at the mm-hmm. moment. Oh, really? oh yeah that's right have you started going back to training at all or is like everything still shut down? So we've gone back to training but to be honest I won't surprise me if we do go back into complete lockdown again mm-hmm. just because of all the stuff that's been going down in Victoria at the moment it's just a mess (laughs) oh is it yeah because I know PWA recently like reopened training and stuff but I like don't know how far that is I know that's in Sydney but yeah what what is it like there it sounds not too good um it's pretty hectic not gonna lie it's not as bad as some other countries like Mm -hmm. they do have it worse off but it's still pretty annoying when it's like oh you can't like you can't do the thing that you love that like Mm -hmm. I've been doing since I was 16 so and I'm 19 now so it's like Mm -hmm. so weird not having that thing that I've been doing for the past three Mm -hmm. years (laughs) have you developed any new hobbies besides you know you've been working on your promo skills like you said but have you been working on any new hobbies you found um to be honest I've been getting into drawing lately Ooh, okay why not? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that something that you're just naturally gifted at or you just like now found skill in it? I've only just found my skill in it. Ooh. I'm still developing it at the moment, but hopefully after coronavirus ends mm-hmm. to a degree, it'll be like pretty good. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see it. Keep me updated on that. I will. So I know you started training three years ago at Suplex Professional Wrestling. So can you kind of describe the overall atmosphere there at Suplex? Suplex is actually a really good school. Um, At the start of coronavirus, I pretty much left there just for personal Mm -hmm. reasons. And um, yeah, so currently I'm training at the House of Free Fighting in Newcastle. But Suplex, yeah, great environment, a lot of great people there, a lot of potential in a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. You know, they've just got to find out what works for them. And I genuinely hope that they get noticed because, you know, a lot of those people work so hard and the, the amount of effort they put into mm-hmm. their characters and their matches, it's outstanding. It's phenomenal, to be honest. Now, who are some of these rising stars you think who have the potential to make it big? What are some names? Um, one in particular, his name is Tyler Gunn, the work ethic, the, just the pure sheer amount of effort he puts into everything. He makes his own gear. His promos are outstanding. Mm -hmm. Like 
he'll write his script out, he'll have a whole set just for this one promo. It doesn't matter if it's for a house show or for a show in front of a, the local crowd. Like, mm. he puts 110% into everything he does. Another rising star is Miles Malice. Has amazing footwork and amazing technique in a lot of the things he does. Um, yeah, like, he has the potential to go anywhere he wants. Another one, um, Ivy Algos, very talented. Mm-hmm. Still find her niche and where she fits into the whole wrestling scene, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know at the beginning of the year, too, you wanted to face her. I believe she was at, on your list, correct? Yes, she was. And I actually did yeah. get to face ah. her in January. It was Ooh, a very that's... fun match. Um, mm-hmm. I was her second singles match, which was... <laughs> Pretty pretty scary. I was like, oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so you're the veteran in that situation, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of scary when it's like you're going to, like, help this rookie out, and it's like, mm-hmm. but I am also said rookie. How is this going to work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it still fun. worked. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. It went pretty smoothly. We um, helped, each other, helped each other out a lot during the match. We communicated a lot really well, and managed to like produce a really good product and um as a lot of the people said and said um a lot of the female matches that they have watched over the past couple of years the crowd has gotten up and left and it was the first time that they had the like they saw the entire crowd stay down and watch the all female match wow and that just, it made me really happy because it's like wow like mm-hmm and especially when it was like at Suplex was my home ground, it was like, wow, I managed to cap- capture the audience like with Ivy's help and make a really, really good, outstanding product that made people want to sit down and watch. That's got to be a great feeling, too, especially to people who are considered green still. So that's an awesome feeling. Congratulations. I'm glad that you guys are like already making a statement. I know you've been in for, well, at least professionally for over a year now. So but that's got to be a great feeling. Uh, it it really was. It was phenomenal. It I didn't know how to feel when I got told that. It was like it's just crazy because it's not like we're big names like Shaz mm-hmm. McKenzie or Jess Troy or Madison mm-hmm. Eagles where two essentially nobody's putting on a match and we managed to get the crowd's attention like that. It was insane. Well, great work so far then. If you're capturing an audience just like that, you got to be doing something right. So keep doing what you're doing, girl. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> now, what would you say has been the best piece of advice you've been given since from either a mentor or just someone you worked with? What has been the best advice you've received? The best advice I've received, don't get involved in politics. Okay. The politics in wrestling, mm-hmm. honestly, if they could, they would ruin wrestling as a mm-hmm. sport. And if you don't get involved in it, you you won't be affected by all the problems involved with it. So, yeah, don't get involved in the politics of wrestling. Well, yeah, I definitely have to agree. I can't even imagine what goes on behind closed doors. So you just focus on your in-ring stuff and developing your character, and I feel like you'll be set. Yeah, that's pr- pretty much it. It's like, if anyone asks me for any type of advice, that's the one thing I'll say okay. to them now. Like, yeah, it's too much effort and you don't want to get involved with it because mm-hmm. it, it's it just can a get mess. messy. Yeah, it can get messy for sure. I bet. <laughs>
<laughs> now for you, is there a certain move that was the most difficult to grasp or adapt to when you were first learning it? Definitely the stratosphere and the 619. Cause, okay. mm-hmm. um, my style was very much, I'm a brawler, I'm a, or a brawler slash a grappler. I mm-hmm. didn't do these moves where I'm upside down. I'm like not contorting myself, but I'm like high flying kind of moves. I wasn't used to that. So I had to kind of adapt and get used to those moves because, because I'm not overly tall. I can't always be mm-hmm. the grappler or the brawler. I have to be able to use my size to my advantage. Mm. Now, how tall are you? I am five foot three and a half. Okay. So that's just below average, literally like five, four is average. So yeah, you're about mm-hmm. average. Yeah. So you're kind of in between though. I feel like I know you're a huge fan of Lucha style too. So do you think that yeah. like trying those high flying moves kind of derived from that love of Lucha style at all? Oh, a hundred percent. Rey Mysterio was my, like, I loved him. He has yeah. always been my like idol and just the stuff he could do. I'm like, yeah, this like part of me also wanted to be able to do those things. Cause it's like, well, why not? Like I do have this love for this style and for like the culture around like luchador wrestling. Mm-hmm. Why not try and incorporate that in my own style of wrestling, which I'm still trying to do to this day, which is yeah. very hard at the moment because it's mm-hmm. like, ah, <laughs> well, yeah, it takes time to, to develop your character too. And like develop, like find your niche in the ring and like what moves well, it definitely takes a couple years. So nothing wrong with as long as you keep practicing, which you seem like you're doing it definitely just keep going forward with that yeah 100 percent. just try everything until you figure out what's best for you pretty much now i also heard you say once that you have always been a kind of sporty person so did you have any other athletic backgrounds before you started training ah uh, so definitely in high school and in primary school i was i played netball i played rugby league i played Ooh. soccer I played volleyball. Um, I'm a horse yeah, rider. On top of that, I did a little, yeah, a little bit of everything. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> now tell me about that horse riding. I'm in, I'm intrigued by this. What was your experience like? How horse riding, and how long like were you involved in that? Um, so my grandparents owned a like a breeding stud, and I've been involved with horses mm-hmm. like from a very young age. Um, I still still ride occasionally um haven't been able to currently just because everything's been a mess yeah i but, can imagine mm-hmm. um yeah like i've been riding since i was like probably three four years old mm-hmm. and yeah like i and still ride to this day so yeah it's pretty cool now is it like competitive or is it just more of like a leisure activity for you it's more of a like a yeah, a leisure activity okay. for me. Just, I, yeah, competition isn't, like, especially in horse riding, it's like, well, I don't find any joy in it. I'd rather just have a have a ride with my mm-hmm. horse and not have to worry about horse riding people because I know how nasty they can get mm-hmm. just because my grandparents used to have, like, a pony club thing. They started Ooh. up a pony club and then they had to deal with, the drama and the politics of um mm-hmm. so yeah my parents were like mm, nah we'll just do this leisurely and yeah 
Okay, that's fair enough. I I feel your drift. I catch you. <laughs> now, I know, obviously, to you are known as the Rogue Warrior, but for you, what kind of, what does it mean to be a warrior for you? What characteristics define a warrior? Strong, independent, very, like, tough as nails kind of thing. Take no crap from anyone, mm-hmm. like... Just pretty much being yourself, but also having that disciplinary action to the wrongdoings in the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what I think of a warrior. Like, just because um, I'm, like, Indigenous Australian. Yes. And there is a lot of, like, like, we have, like, warriors and stuff like that loosely in my culture. And that's kind of the things that I've been brought up with especially being a part of the community, those are the things that have been put in place. So it's kind of a like going back to my roots and building up from there. Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely have to say too, you seem like a warrior in the ring, but you seem like a really strong and independent person in real life. So keep going at that too. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you've, like, thrust yourself, like, into wrestling at 16, which is, like, kind of a young age for wrestling. So you obviously had to have been, like, mature enough to not only handle, like, the physical aspect, but the mental aspect as well, like, psychologically, too. So you have to be, like, mentally tough and strong and kind of independent now, especially if you're going out to shows now as, like, a teenager, like, driving and all that you you have to be independent so definitely I feel like you carry that into your real life to your warrior aspect thank you oh thank you <laughs> now I you have this awesome phrase that you use which is to fight like a girl but for you what does it mean to fight like a girl to fight as hard as anyone else and prove them all wrong because everyone like I've been I've had that used against me mm-hmm. oh you fight like a girl you're just a girl and it's like yeah I fight like a girl and I am tougher than you boy <laughs> <laughs> boy that's awesome <laughs> yeah no I love that too and speaking of fight like a girl I actually watched your uh entrance video on YouTube and let me just say firstly your entrance theme is a bop I love it Thank you. I absolutely love the um, artist who does it. Um, her name is Diamonte, and she's a pretty sure she's a Mexican American. Mm-hmm. Like she's a Latino American, and her, like a lot of the stuff she produces is absolutely phenomenal. It's insane. Now, did she come up with the video or the song or both? Uh, the song. I had a oh. actually a fan actually made the video for me. Okay. Now, did you have that, like, song custom made for you? Or, like, what was the process, like, making that, if you know anything about that? Um, To be fair, I had a friend a friend say to me, hey, look at this song. And my trainer at the time was like, yeah, we can use it. Just, you know. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And I've kind of stuck with it. Oh, I well, yeah. I, it fits you. Now, what is your personal music taste like? I'm very much into 90s punk rock, like Ooh. just anything like that. I'm very, too, like, honestly, my music taste goes from old country to screamo. <laughs> like, every, and anywhere in between it, mm-hmm. like, it just depends on the day, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So pretty versatile then? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now, if, if you could listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh. 
okay. Um, to be honest, probably get me some by Nickelback because I don't I know what Nickelback. anyone says. I love Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone hates on Nickelback. Nickelback is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. We love Nickelback. Yeah, I've seen them in concert t- twice. They're so good. Oh, thank you for being a fan. You're like the first person I've talked to who like actually likes Nickelback. So thank you. We've got this. Everyone is a Nickelback fan. They're just too afraid to admit it. Exactly. Okay. What are, okay, since since we're on the topic, what are some of your other Nickelback favorites then since you brought it up? Okay. Hmm. That's a very good, um, very, very good question. I just have to think about this one. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many good ones. There is. Okay. How You Remind Me Mm -hmm. gets me in the feels. Burn It to the Ground was also a favorite because it was, I'm pretty sure it was a raw entrance entrance theme for a while there. It was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's my childhood right there. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh man, amazing. And probably Photograph. That's a, another favorite. Look at this photograph. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you got me in my feels now. So good. Oh, I love them. They're so good. Now, speaking of loving, you are actually a big fan of Matt Sedol, I heard. So can you tell me what draws you to him? Just his in-ring ability. And also mm-hmm. when I was like, what, <laughs> probably about 10, I had the mm-hmm. biggest crush on him because I was like, oh, my God, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've just. Yeah, and I've just followed him throughout, like, his WWE career and when mm-hmm. he's gone into the independence. Like, just the stuff he can do is phenomenal. And it's like, how can you do this? Are mm-hmm. you human? Yeah, right? Oh, man. <laughs> now, have you ever attempted an airborne or, like, any moonsault? Or I know you've said you worked on some high-flying moves, but have you ever tried to do an airborne? I've been too scared to, but okay. hopefully... Hopefully I get around to it. I'm, the only thing is I'm scared of heights. So just mm-hmm. the initial jump is the mm-hmm. thing that I can't do because I overthink it. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I bet. I'm afraid of heights, too. I don't know if I'd be able to do that. But I could definitely see you, like, pulling it off because you're not too tall. So, like, your momentum should fall the right way, if that makes sense. And he's not, he's not crazy tall either, so it kind of works. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, maybe you'll have an airborne in your future just once as a tribute. <laughs> I I honestly hope so. It's it's amazing, and it's like one day, one day I'll get there, okay. and I will, I will do it. <laughs> okay, deal. I'm holding you to that. Okay, <laughs> I'll let you know if I end up doing it. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, once everything starts back up again, anyway, God knows when that'll be. But that's a whole other conversation. It is. Oh man. <laughs> Now, before everything did get shut down, earlier this year, you actually participated in a fatal five-way match at FWA's Road to Glory against Kingsley, Shazza, Lena Cross, and Xena. So how was it like working amongst them? It was crazy, to be honest, because I'm still very green and I I know I'm very green, Mm -hmm. but being in the ring with those people, like they've been the business for like so long, Mm -hmm. Lena like, is from NHPW in Perth. Like, mm-hmm. that was crazy in itself. It's like, wow, I get to – I'm wrestling someone who lives in, on the other side of the country. Yes. 
Kingsley and Xena are some of the most lovely people you'll ever meet. They yeah. were, mm-hmm. like, I met Xena earlier on this year. And, yeah, she was absolutely lovely to me and, you know, was super nice. Kingsley actually designed my gear for me. Yes, um, I know. I I was listening to an interview of hers because I actually talked to her earlier today. And, uh, yeah, that came up. She designs a lot of cool gears, including yours. It's so cool. Uh, she is so talented. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's amazing. And, uh, and being in the ring with Shazza, like, to be honest, I've looked up to Shazza, especially coming into the business as a, like, teenage girl. When I was 16, I, Shazza was the person I looked up to because it's like, wow, like, how cool, how cool is she? She is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, what, two and a half years later, three years later, I finally get to be in the mm-hmm. ring with her. Like a um, star, starstruck kind of thing. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I've looked up to this woman for three years. Ah! <laughs> <And> it was <laughs> it- awkward introduction either like oh i i heard that you like went in for like the handshake and like then she gave you a hug i think (laughs) yeah Yeah, (laughs) it was great oh it was so great but shazza is amazing i'm especially with this whole speak out movement i've spoken to her a lot about like Mm -hmm. about a lot of things and she's yeah she is one of my favorite people and she's such a genuine person mm-hmm. outside of wrestling as well and honestly anyone who gets to be in the ring with her or just gets to know her as a person is so lucky because she is such a such a positive person inside wrestling i love that so kind of like a mother figure then yeah a hundred percent like she like takes care like in even in the match we had she took care of all of us and she was very like trying to help us like achieve the best we could mm. Uh, it was insane. It was crazy. Oh, that's awesome too that you got to experience that too. I that's cool to achieve some of like your dream matches already. That's got to be an amazing, amazing feeling for sure. Oh, it is so much. Like I, I still like can't believe it to this day. <laughs> and one day we're gonna have a have a singles match. We but we both want it. We just need to get it booked after COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's. I just want to fast forward to everything and get back to wrestling to see some of those dream matches. I just want to see it. Oh, tell me about it. It's, <laughs> oh, I can't wait. The struggle wait. is real. The struggle. Oh, it is. And I just, I just can't wait. <laughs> okay. Now, is there a certain match stipulation that you'd like to tackle sometime that you haven't yet? Not really. I'm just, I'm kind of like, I want to try everything, to be honest. I'm very like, yeah, let's, let's do a table ladders and chair match. Let's do a hardcore match. Let's do a (laughs) no disqualification chairs only. Like I'm very, I'm very open to anything and I want to try everything. So there's nothing I want to do in particular. I just want to, I want to do it all. Like I may as well, I'm, I've, like as everyone's told me, I've started at the right time to be a wrestler mm-hmm. because I've still got twenty odd years ahead of me. Yes. Like realistically, and it's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of years. It is. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are your thoughts on a death match? Death matches scare me. <laughs> to be honest, I'd probably be open to it, but Ooh. it's just a matter of who I'm with. Like mm-hmm. Vixen, I would love to have a death match with Vixen. Because it's not like I'm going head-to-head with someone who has no idea how a death match works. Mm-hmm. And Vixen's been doing it for half of her career. 
if not True. all of it. Mm-hmm. True. And she's just an amazing worker. And I, again, another person I, <laughs> like, I started watching Vixen wrestle when I was 15. And yeah, like, I would love to do a death match with her. It's just a matter of, again, getting it booked. Time, yeah, it's just a matter of time. 100%. Now, if you could choose any partner in the world to tag team with, who would you choose to be your partner and why? Oh, this is hard. Oh, uh, probably Matt Seidel, just because... I, I, I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> it's okay, though. Oh, yeah, definitely Matt Seidel would be, like, number one. Yeah. And then I have, like, a whole list after that. <laughs> okay. Who else is on that list, though? Um, Jules Cannon from Perth, definitely Shazza, um, mm. Lucille Brawl, uh, Charlie Rose, mm. yep. absolutely love Charlie, um, Taya Valkyrie from Impact. That'd be awesome. I love Taya Valkyrie. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> <sighs> oh, and, um, probably Rhea Ripley as well, because just, I, yeah. I love Rhea and, mm-hmm. Amazing. How <laughs> just, could you just, not love Rhea? Yeah. Oh, I just I just love her look and mm-hmm. her moveset. She very much reminds me of China in a way. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. on the – she's just a beast, and it's like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely oh. a strong woman for sure. And I, I love it, and it's she's such a good representation of Australian women as well. Like, like, and it just makes me happy because it's like, yes, thank you. <laughs> now, I saw on a caption that you posted on Instagram recently that read, "Talent will get you to the door; character will let you in." Now, for you, what are some of the main attributes that define your character as a person in the real world? Like, what are some of your main traits? Um, to be honest, I'm very, like, Rochelle and myself are very, very similar in a lot of ways. Like, I, I don't take, like, I don't take crap for any, from anyone. I'm very, mm-hmm. like, I'm not dealing with you. I'm not dealing with your negativity. I'm going to live my best life. I'm very honest. I like to, well, I like to think I'm very honest and sometimes it may, I may be too honest. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. ah. But yeah, and I'm definitely, a, I'd say I'm a very caring person as well. Um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very sisterly, like kind of helps mm-hmm. when I've got, I've got four younger siblings, uh-huh. like wrestling. So I kind of take on this role of being like an older sister mm-hmm. to, um, especially like a lot of the like um, up and coming talent that are younger than me, like Kid Valiant. I, I already, I'm like, you're my little brother and I see you uh-huh. like family. Mm-hmm. Anyone hurts him, I will hurt you, okay? <laughs> Don't mess with Rochelle's friends, guys, ever. No. <laughs> They're family. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's loyalty. You love to see it. Now, kind of off topic, though, what um zodiac sign are you? I'm curious to know. I'm a cancer. Oh, okay, that makes sense. You're definitely loyal. Okay, that makes sense. I can see that. Okay. <laughs> Definitely can see that. (laughs) Now, lastly, you are currently 19 years old, like you said, and on the brink of your 20s. Actually, you just turned 19 if you're a cancer, but you know what I mean. You're on the brink of your 20s. So what do you think are some of your personal or professional goals you hope to achieve in your upcoming 20s? Definitely my upcoming 20s. I eventually want to get a full-time job. 
like outside of wrestling. But in wrestling, I hope to eventually do a tour throughout America, go to Japan, like just travel like internationally and wrestle internationally. But mm-hmm. hopefully COVID goes away soon <laughs> that I can do it because like I really, I really want to and I want to have that experience like in like had that experience in wrestling in other countries and wrestling is so big in places like America and Japan. Yes. And it's like, it's, it'll be a really good experience, but also be really crazy. Cause I'm like, it'll be different seeing people wrestle throughout the week instead of just on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll, but I, like, hopefully that's one thing I get to do in my twenties. Yeah. That, like that's pretty much it. To be honest, I'm, other than that, it's just a very, like, if I'll take whatever comes to me and I'll just go with the flow. Yeah, I definitely want to see you here in the U.S. one day on tour. Hoping. <laughs> Hoping. Okay. You never know. There's a lot of, I know there's a lot of opportunities with uh, Shimmer and Australian talent. So that would be a great opportunity for you. I know Kingsley wants to go to Shimmer, too. There's been a lot of you guys coming over to Shimmer and Rise and stuff like that. So that would be awesome to see you be there, maybe. So. I I hope so. Hopefully, very. I really do hope I am because it's just like I just find it so cool, and it's mm-hmm. like it would be awesome to be able to wrestle Fushima and for Rise. Oh, that'd be great. I can see you there one day. I feel like you would fit in. I I see it for you. We're gonna manifest it right now. I totally can see you there. We're gonna put it out into the universe. <laughs> Now, before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social media and merch stores? Okay, so my Twitter is Rochelle Road PW. My Instagram is Rochelle Road Pro. My Facebook is Rochelle Rogue, and I have a wrestler merch store, which you just go to www.wrestlermerch.com.au and it should come up and just type in Rochelle Rogue and my, my shirt designs and stuff like that will be available for purchase. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Rochelle. It was a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you for having me. I've loved every minute of it. <laughs>